Happy Monday, fam. <laughs> <laughs> this is Stacy and Jasmine of your Black Zen team with What's another up? week of wellness. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, Black Zen is a meditation-based social enterprise. Ooh, Jazz using the big words. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> but our goal is really just to spread meditation and mm-hmm. to spread wellness tips to make life better. Yeah. And to help us get through this stuff. Yeah, and to and to start thinking about our lives more holistically so we stop living day to day and really start thinking about how do we create lives that we love to live. Yes. Yeah. And so we're going to jump right into this one because it might mm. be a long one, you guys. We have a lot to talk about, so... Buckle up your seatbelts. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. We have, we have stories, articles, the whole night yeah. right now. So. Well, I feel like it needs to be prefaced, though. So this wellness was titled, Don't Miss Your Boat. And before we even talk about the topic... This has kind of been building up for a couple of weeks, if you think about it. Start with that last week, first of all. So yeah, last sure. week, we didn't talk about it in the podcast, mm-hmm. but the story came about. Jasmine's driving around the city, doesn't know where she's going. Nope. She's lost. I not wouldn't like, tell anybody I was lost. I was like, no, I know where I'm going. in the car, not, just would not listen. <laughs> would not listen. We passed this four times. I convinced myself there was a new exit on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. But the thing is, it was so true to life sometimes where right. we really just have adamant beliefs mm-hmm. that are completely wrong or unjustified or incorrect. Correct. All the evidence points to something else, mm-hmm. but we stay stuck in that way. Correct. Correct. And so, that was me being stubborn. And I didn't I didn't want to listen. And I, I took us 20 minutes out of the way before I finally threw my hands up. I was like, you know what, you guys? I'm wrong. You're right. Where do we go? What's funny is it was not your I'm wrong. It was you give me directions then. Is what you okay, so it's a little salty. <laughs> so, let's, let's get that clear first. I but, wasn't nice about it, but I no. did eventually listen. Yes, and yeah. the point of that was how yeah. to put our ego to side and start listening to other people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of the great articles we had in there was about how to approach somebody like this. Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. that moment, my message to Jasmine should have been this. Oh, yeah, that one, <laughs> that one lady. There, what did she say? What was the quote? It was hilarious. She said, I hear you. And as a friend who loves you unconditionally and only wants what's best for you. Right. I am also hearing a limiting belief <laughs> that keeps popping up and it's the root cause of the challenges you're facing. <laughs> so, Ouch. I mean, yes, that can apply a lot to more than to just driving. Correct. Obviously. Correct. But it's how to really talk to people in a mm-hmm. real way that's going to get them to listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you want to come out at a place of love. Yeah, I think you know, I think everyone I think, always has. I think everything you say when it's something that's going to perhaps ruffle feathers or uh, sort of fly in the face of what somebody believes is true or thinks or is really staunch and how they feel about it, you kind of have to preface it like that so that they understand. I'm not telling you something to reroute you. I'm telling you something mm-hmm. because I care about you. I want to see you do your best. I want to see you thrive. I want to see you happy. Right. <laughs> so so with, that said, with that said, with that said. With that what, what's said, the quote again? I love you. Let me know. This is fam, fam. I hear you. And as your friend who loves you conditionally, we're going to get into it. Yeah. We are hearing some limiting beliefs mm. that keeps popping up mm. and is the root cause of the challenges you're facing. <laughs> yes. That, yes. That's how we're going to start this podcast. Yes. Bear so, with us. But, Buckle in. Yeah. It's a conversation that's actually been bubbling up for quite some time. And, you know, I think 
you know, so often, Ed, for those who don't know, uh, Stacy and I grew up in a very religious household. Our mom is, uh, Christian, is minister. A Christian minister. Dad She's was ordained. the loudest right. singer. Was it? What? Metropolitan Missionary Baptist Church. Okay. <laughs> and the thing no. is, and I, and, and I, I, I love church and I, I love, I love the community that's there. And what I do realize though is that because we are, from a Christian family and we do we did grow up in a Christian household I feel like so many times when we talk about meditation especially because you know we are like freak flag flying members of meditation you know what I mean like yeah. we talk about it all the time like, and I think hmm. some people and we we get this question so often which is so how do you reconcile meditating with being a Christian or with your background yes and for it, that let's yeah. jump let's jump into our first story fair today. fair first story this could go a lot of different <laughs> ways <laughs> now this story yeah. has some nuances uh-huh. and you might see yourself in any of this sure sure but yeah i'll just tell the story first and then we'll dive correct and it's and this is a recap of what was in this week's wellness which was don't miss your boat so go yeah. ahead and just last do a quick week, recap yeah, of okay, the story. last week we talked about stubbornness and ego mm-hmm. this week we're talking about don't miss your boat mm-hmm. and the reasons why you miss your boat so let me tell you about yep. this boat situation mm-hmm. we have a guy let's get into it he is <laughs> we have a guy and i'm sure other people some people have, heard have probably this heard this before this is a very yeah. common yeah parable correct spoken amongst Christian circles. And PK, if you don't know, is preacher's kid. So if yes. you if you don't know that reference, that's what a PK is. Yeah. So, so okay, back to my story. Mm-hmm. There's a guy. He finds himself in a flood or in a storm. Mm-hmm. Right? And imagine that storm is just life stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? All the trials, that, yeah. all the things that come up in life. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't let up. It keeps getting worse and worse. And he finds himself flooded. Completely yeah. flooded. Yeah. And he finds sol- he, he finds safety mm-hmm. by climbing on top of his roof. Mm-hmm. He's sitting on the roof and he is just... Well, he prays to God first, right? And then he gets on the roof. Don't mess up my story. Sorry. With your interjections. You're right. You're right. You're right. Gonna, are you going to tell the story? I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. Go ahead. Say, I'm a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. To Taylor. So I, I'm, I'm going to let you I'm going to let you finish. Okay, great. Let, just, just, just let me finish. <laughs> I did Kanye West. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. Let, okay, Go so ahead. back Go to ahead. the story. Okay, our man, surrounded in his stuff, mm-hmm. gets saved from the flood. Mm-hmm. Finds him, finds safety on the roof, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so he prays to God, you know, thank you for getting me out of that situation. Mm-hmm. It was tough. I'm on my roof. You got me safe, right? And now I will wait on you to rescue me mm-hmm. from the rest of this peril. Mm-hmm. Water all around him. Mm-hmm. He's on the roof, thankful, joyful, and faithful. That God is going to come and rescue him. Mm-hmm. Soon after. A little time passes. A little time passes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little time passes. Water continues to rest. Water continues. <laughs> I love it, Jasmine. Okay, see how I'm like You see how I'm doing your subtext? Well, yes. Water continues to rise. <laughs> Flood waters, you know, mm-hmm. things in life still bubble up. Mm-hmm. A raft floats by. Mm. The raft is small, but it's watertight. Mm. Has capacity for one person. Mm. However. Our man says, nope, the Lord is going to come and get me. This is not my boat. Right. He saved, he saved he me before saved me from and he'll do flood. it again. He said he gave me safety on this roof mm-hmm. and I am faithful mm-hmm. that he's going to save me from the rest. From the, right. From the rest. Right. So the, the raft floats so on. So the raft floats on. Mm-hmm. He has a deep sigh. He's like, oh, shoot, I wish, you know, I wish that was it, but I know it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm Lord, waiting, I know I'm you're coming. I'm, I'm waiting, waiting on, on God. Absolutely. So he is just thankful. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, Lord, he just prays again. Mm-hmm. God, you know, I saw that raft. I know it wasn't you. Mm-hmm. 
You know, but mm-hmm. I just want to thank you for what you're about to do in my life. Because mm-hmm. I know you're coming. Mm-hmm. I know you're coming. Mm-hmm. And he was faithful to that. Water's at his ankles. Water's at No, he's knee deep now. Ooh. Water to the Get knees. Get deep. <laughs> Water to the knees. <laughs> okay. Like, he's like, you okay. know what? I am faithful to you, mm-hmm. Lord. I'm mm-hmm. not going a step. Okay. I see you. I'm going to hold on to this I'm chimney. I'm going to hold on to this chimney right here and mm-hmm. wait for your arrival. Mm-hmm. A lady maybe a few miles away, right. hears him praying and rejoicing and thankful for what God's about to do in his life. Right. Mm-hmm. She rolls by and says, hey, get in this boat. Mm-hmm. I'm going to safety. I will take you where you need to go. You know, I heard about this mountain over here. They have supplies, water. Mm. Uh, there's space for two of us. Mm. Let me paddle you out of here. Stop. He says, women, you are wonderful, and thank you for your presence, but I am waiting on the Lord. Mm. So... Pause. Pause. <laughs> what I will not Just do pause. is interpret this story because yeah. there are so many different things right. in here that you that are takeaways. Mm-hmm. The one we're going to focus on today is mm. what raft are you not getting on? What raft? And first, before we go, <laughs> before we go there, why? Do you, why are you not getting are on you the raft? Why are you not getting on the raft? Okay. I think that's so, the bigger question. So, it's and, not even what raft aren't you getting on. It's why are you letting rafts pass you by? And here's the here's the part where it's going to get tricky. Yeah. Meditation could be a raft. Oh, for sure. And I think... For sure. I think that's the ultimate through line of the story. Mm-hmm. It's like we expect God to show up in specific, only specific ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we miss rafts, we miss boats, we miss we, opportunities, opportunities, we miss chances we to miss chances move, to, to move, change our situation, grow. to be out of the the muck that we're in, to grow into a different space, etc. Yes, yeah, and yeah, I see yeah. that a lot. Yeah, uh, when I ask people, why don't you meditate? I don't know about that. That, that you know, that foreign right. stuff. Right, That's right. not really what I know. What I do. Right. So. Is that the raft you're missing? I mean, honestly, though, is is that the boat that you're not getting on when it's like you pray for peace and you pray for things to change and you pray for your relationships to get better? You pray for for your mindset to be in a better place? You pray for joy in your job and in your family and in your your life? Mm -hmm. And I just wonder sometimes if, you know... That's the case. If that's the case, then when things are presented to you, like meditation, that do offer those things... Why does that feel like you can't take that, or why does it? Why is there a resistance there that still is like, well, that's not that's not God, and I just want to question that for a second and say, well, who said that wasn't God? Yeah. And here's the thing, even and as you know, you know, for Black Zen, we are not a religious organization, and we go out of our way to say that because we never want someone to have a barrier to entry to meditation because I think you can get just as much out of it if you believe something or if you don't. No, Um, we are the staunch belief that. Any raft is a raft. Any right. Whatever's gonna help my mental situation, my life, my joy. That's a raft. It's a raft. That's a raft. It's a raft and being we, sent to me right. to, to to be used. Right. And so and when you and when you don't take it, you begin to to sort of look like the man on the roof who just lets the water continue to rise and you keep seeing rasp pass by opportunities, opportunities pass by, pass by mm-hmm. and um and by not taking those it's almost like you're um you're being so stubborn like we talked about last no, week let's dig into that let's yeah. dig into that oh. why people are stubborn yes hold on because there's two reasons why people miss rafts okay one you don't see it mm-hmm. you don't even see how that can be a raft yeah that's fair i, I two, can understand that you're stubborn mm-hmm. in that 
the raft has to look a certain way before you'll get on it. Right. You've, you've decided, you've decided it's going to look a certain way. The Lord's going to save you like this, and mm-hmm. that's how that's going to work correct, out. Correct. Correct. And he and, might be giving you this raft, and you're not taking it because it didn't look like what you thought it was going to look like. Mm-hmm. But it's actually, so in the wellness, we included an article. Uh, it was the uh, Harvard Business Review article that we included. And it sort of delved into the study of the invisible gorilla. Do you remember oh, that one? Oh, this is a good one. Okay, yeah. So this is going to answer why we don't see the raft. Mm-hmm. You, so, get to, you get to tell the story. Right. I'll give you a quick... And I'll re- just interject. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a re- quick recap of the study. So uh, they did a study and they had people looking at a video. And the video was of two uh, teams playing basketball. And they said, so I want you to count the number of passes that happened between the two teams. And so everyone is intently looking for the number of passes that goes between each of the teams. And in the video, it turns out that in the middle of the game, there is a man dressed in a gorilla suit that goes from one end of the court to the other and passes through the plays that are happening. <laughs> through the passes, through that, the people passes are that people are counting mm-hmm. and goes to the other end of the court. And at the end of the video, they ask the people who saw it, they say, how many, how, many passes? how many passes did you see? And did you notice anything different about this particular video? But here's the thing. People are really proud of themselves because they counted the passes. Yeah. But no one saw, no one saw this man in a gorilla suit. No one saw the gorilla. And so it's called the invisible gorilla because this man crosses the playing field and nobody sees him no, because they're not looking for him. The, no, it's not. That's the thing. It's not that they're not looking for him, but they're also so focused on one thing. Correct. They're only focused on catching the passes that they can't see anything else. Not catching the passes, but counting the passes. Counting passes. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. They're so focused on counting the passes mm-hmm. between the players mm-hmm. because that's they, that's the job right. they've been given. Right, right. They can't see anything outside of that. And it's crazy how the mind can block vision. Yes. It, blo- it, it literally it, blocks the people's ability to see, to see the something else correct. besides passes. And it, correct. And it was a very crazy. small percentage of people who actually saw the man in the gorilla suit. But the fact, like, you know, 75% of the people, you know, for example, didn't see this invisible gorilla. And sometimes I honestly think that meditation is this invisible gorilla that is in the middle of the playing field (laughs) that has been talked about for centuries, that has absolutely changed multiple people's lives. doesn't matter what your religious background is, if you are from you know, America or Germany or India or it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like everyone has had a really incredible, profound experience with meditation when they have practiced it consistently. And it surprises me that it is not something that's more uh, widely done because I do feel like it is that invisible gorilla in the middle of the basketball game. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people are so focused on counting the passes or on doing what they've been taught to do or doing whatever it is that they do by rote that you mm-hmm. miss that there's this incredible raft in the middle of your game <laughs> <laughs> and you're not getting on the raft because in your mind you so don't are, even so see the meditation raft. the raft or the gorilla or both oh i think it's both <laughs> i absolutely think it's both yeah i absolutely think it's both well you know it's funny here's another parallel to mm-hmm. the raft situation it's like that that raft doesn't look sturdy enough for me mm-hmm. you know like some people like people come to me a lot of times say i don't think meditation can do what it says sure it does, right sure sure Here's the thing. How do you know if you don't get on? You know the roof, water's rising on the roof. Right. You have two choices. Drown or get on the raft. Mm. Well, mm. Is there a choice, though? Well, I mean, between drown and get on the raft, is there a choice? Well, I, I, I mean... Well, funny enough, in the story, the man drowned. I didn't even say that in the wellness. I know. We didn't go <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go We there. didn't want to make it morbid. Only because yeah. I think there is a important part about 
you know, having some faith. I think faith is very important. Absolutely. It's like a backbone of like, you know, the Christian faith. I mean, Absolutely. You, we grew up or faith thinking, in general, I think. I no, think, just yeah. believing that things will turn out for their good. Absolutely, that's a faith, a, whether or not it's attached to a deity or anything else. I, yeah, But absolutely. just knowing that things are working out for your good and things yeah. are, you know, working out yeah. the way, they, you know, how it's going to be best for you. Yeah, there's power in that. But yeah. I think there's also power in seeing opportunities that are presented to you and then saying yes to those things for growth. Mm-hmm. and saying yes to those things when they're presented. And so sometimes if we're so staunch in how we believe it's going to show up, we might miss the very boat that is for us. Great. Right. So let's just recap. We had a lot of stuff in there. We did. I think that first, I think, no, I think first it was like a recap of last week, which is don't be stubborn. Don't be like when you see that. And, and you know what? I want to mm-hmm. rephrase that because yeah, I'm say? a stubborn person and I think a certain way, but no, I you would, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not being stubborn, but I think it's just a lack of openness. Okay. Be open. Okay, I so, get that. Yeah, some people have stubborn personalities. I get that. Do you? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I feel like it's just being open to something new, yeah. open to something different, That's and good. open to the to the possibility mm-hmm. of what can be. Because here's the thing: you can always say, "Oh, that won't work." How do you know? Right. If you haven't tried it, how like, do you know? Like, that's crazy right. to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So, not being stubborn, but being open. Okay. To recognizing that opportunities may not look like you intended. Yeah, that they may come a different way. It may come in a different form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're specifically talking about meditation, but you can apply apply that to anything in your life. Sometimes opportunities come up in a way that you may not have expected, but that might just be the raft you need to take. No, I remember I was, back in the day, I was looking for a job for just forever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't want, I found some some mall job calling back. I'm like, this is stupid. (laughs) I have a bachelor's. I thought I was all cool coming out of college. Right, right. (laughs) Yes, yeah. But, you know, it's like, that was the raft I needed at the time Mm -hmm. to get me into somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that definitely wasn't the... Job I was wasn't the dream for, job. Wasn't, it wasn't no, the end all be all, no. but it was the raft you needed to take in that moment yeah. in order to get to where you were supposed to go. My ego mm-hmm. said, "This ain't it. Mm-hmm. I have a bachelor's in business." Well, your bank <laughs> account was empty, <laughs> yeah. so the bachelor's didn't mean too much. Yeah, right. So exactly, and yeah. so it's really just being able to suppress the ego. Mm-hmm. Recognize mm-hmm. when opportunities may not look the way you think, right? But they're the opportunity you need to take. Absolutely. Oh, I got another one on this mm. one. Sometimes those rafts look like obstacles. Oh yeah. You know what I mean. And we mentioned that briefly in the we in do. the wellness, but I I feel like you can touch on it more on in no, the podcast. Sometimes opportunities look like obstacles. I've seen so many quotes on Instagram about mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> and it's the truth. Actually, I think we Instagram that too. Yeah, but yeah. it's the truth. Yeah. You know, anything that looks hard or doesn't seem like a perfect fit seems like an obstacle mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they could just be that wrath that's needed and i'll tell you what growing a meditation practice mm-hmm. at times definitely felt like an obstacle yeah 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 absolutely and we've been meditating for quite some time and i still find moments where it's like a bit of a chore to make sure that i do it every day oh yeah and a part of that is because there's usually something i don't want to address and so i know as soon as i sit it's going to come up and i don't want to deal with it so i purposely don't sit but that's exactly when you're supposed to sit do you know what i mean yeah i mean so, i mean even little things like time constraints and yeah you know but yeah, that's yeah. the thing it's like are you going to go out of your way to get on that boat mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like he was comfortable on the roof at least he had something solid to hold on to sure, sure. so getting on a boat was something different it wasn't less 
solid yeah than the roof even though it was, you, but here's but here's the thing you can I, right you can either sit on the roof and hold on to the chimney which is your pride your ego and the way you think it's going to come to you and mm-hmm. be stuck while the water rises or you can take the boat that actually floats on the water that is rising so that you're always above what the flood is doing. Oh, and I wow. think you just brought in a whole other like metaphor to ask me. I'm just this saying. Is the, this is the podcast of metaphors. Is, yeah. <laughs> Stories. <laughs> but do you see what I'm saying? Where there's like you can be the man on the roof when the water is rising, or you can be in the boat that is floating on top of those issues. Oh and I think my as soon gosh, as you start a meditation, so right? As soon as you floating start floating on top of the issues is key. Yes, Jasmine. you're so right. As soon as you start a meditation practice, mm. you're floating on top of the issues as opposed to being in the muck when the water is rising. Ooh, girl. Mm. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. What's funny, you guys? We planned what we want to talk about, and, and then we go, yeah, and then that we just went off options. <laughs> that was that right there, Jasmine. Being above the muck, mm-hmm. staying on top of the muck, mm-hmm. so you do not get consumed by it. You Correct. don't drown. Right. It's impossible. You float on you it. Float. You float. <laughs> no, honestly, you yeah. float on it. And yeah. I think that that is what a meditation practice does when you're in the midst of living a very intentional life, is that like you float on top of what is happening, mm-hmm. so you're able to experience what you need to experience, but you're also not consumed by it to the point that you can't see all the other things that are happening. And you can also get to where you need to go because the boat is able to float on top of what's happening and not is is not. You're not swimming in. Right. You're you're not swimming. You're not fighting against a current. Yeah, exactly. And when you fight against a current, the only thing you think about is how to fight against a current. (laughs) Honestly, like you're just it's just survival. So it isn't until you actually get in the raft and you float on top of it that you're able to get some perspective and also some ease and some joy in your process. So you can see what's floating around you, but it doesn't Mm. necessarily get in your boat. Mm. You have the opportunity to look at it and say, oh, I see that little piece of driftwood. Oh, I see that thing over there. But it doesn't have to stay dry. Stay dry, kids, and get in the boat. That's how you live a life that is full. (laughs) and is peaceful and is joyful but is still engaged in what's going on around you Mm. we have time for one more story we do. Go ahead. All go right. Ahead. I, have ahead. Okay. <laughs> I have one more fun story. Okay. I have one more fun story. I was going to say, look, you must say it. I, so have go to, ahead. I just thought it was so interesting. Hmm. So, and I'll tell you why this is important. I'll say the story first and I'll tell you why this is important. Okay. Applies. Yeah. Let me okay. hear it. Go ahead. So, Netflix, back in the day, mm-hmm. was running out of money. Okay. Um, they were just to come up. They went to Blockbuster, who was a behemoth at the time. For mm-hmm. those millennials, I don't know what Blockbuster was. I was going to say, they don't even have them around Google anymore. Google it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, Netflix went to Blockbuster mm-hmm. and asked Blockbuster right. to buy their company. Mm-hmm. They were laughed out of that office. Literally? Like, laughed? Yes. They literally got laughed out of that office. Serious? Because Blockbuster could not envision the small streaming. Because at the time, this was when Netflix was sending out DVDs. Like, okay. That's not viable. Right. And they're and Netflix like, no, we want to take the streaming thing up. Yeah. You know, we need capital to do that. Sure. I think it's a great idea. You guys should get on board. Blockbuster did not have the vision. Mm. The president at the time passed on it, laughed him out of the office and said, this is not where. No way. Do you know how much Netflix is worth right now? They have far surpassed. Blockbuster Black- closed its doors last store in 2015. Wow. And Netflix is now worth in the billions. billions. Right. But the point of this story is, one, Blockbuster lacked the vision to see something outside of how things were being done right now. Mm. They had no vision for the future and what that would look like mm-hmm. because they weren't open. Yeah. Netflix mm-hmm. almost gave up too soon. Oh. They, well, they say almost, what you mean by that. They, instead of working out their idea, they yeah. wanted to sell out to Blockbuster because they did not see growth in where they thought they would see it. Mm. They did not see 
how they were going to make it pass, make their vision come true. Right. And right. just like meditation, you started practice, you've been doing it for months, three months. And you don't see and the, you don't the see change you movement, think you're supposed to see. Yeah. Be Netflix. Mm. Stay in there because that. Stick, stick with it and see payoff, where it goes. I was yeah. going to say you can't give up too early. Yeah. That's, it. yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I thought yeah. that was a good way to wrap it oh, up. Oh, that's just interesting, Stace. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of stories this week, you guys. Totally. We, we had to train back this well. If we those did. that got the weekly wellness, you guys got the general version. Mm-hmm. There were so many good ones in there, so mm-hmm. definitely take a look at it. Correct, but. correct. There was so much that we had to say that we didn't want to make it, you know, nine pages long. So we stopped it at our, you know, normal, <laughs> normal, normal <laughs> long. Like, that's pretty, bad. it's not too bad. Um, but there was so much to talk about that we thought um, that, the podcast was the perfect opportunity to kind of delve into the things that we really didn't want to dig into too deep on mm-hmm. the um, on the weekly wellness, just so you had enough and enough nuggets to kind of take with you. Because there's just uh, so many the things in these stories that we found yeah. this week, yeah. you know, um, how to stick with the practice, mm-hmm. why to stick with the practice. You mm-hmm. never know how big it's going to get. You never Correct. know how, how it's going to change the potential. Life. I was going to say, you never know the potential right. of something unless you stick with it mm-hmm. and see how long it goes. Mm-hmm. But before you even start the practice to stick with it, you have to recognize, you have to recognize the rap. Don't miss your boat. Don't miss your boat. Don't miss your boat. That was the entire focus of this week's wellness. Don't miss your boat. And don't miss, and not even with meditation, don't miss opportunities. Right, right. You never miss an opportunity to improve. And here's the thing. We don't catch 100% of all opportunities. Correct. All if, yeah, even we miss stuff. Absolutely. Everybody misses stuff. Right. Nobody gets it right 100% of the time. We get it. But it's also like once you know a little better, you got to do a little better. Yeah. And, with, you, know? you know, I'll end on another quote, funny enough. <laughs> about quotes and stories? I was going to say, let's but hear it. Su- Sharon Salzberg had a fantastic quote. Oh, let me hear She said, and I'm going to botch this up and okay. I apologize. So it's not a quote. It's a, it's it's a, a general it's statement a, of what she it's said. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a paraphrase. Okay. Okay. Right? And it's the equivalent to meditation. She's like, when you, meditation is like walking into a dark space mm-hmm. and turning on the light. If it was 10 years, 20 years or mm. 50 years, the light's still on. And oh, it still, still illuminates the it room. It still illuminates the room. Yeah. Yeah. We included that in the book. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. We did. Yeah. But I like that quote a lot because, mm-hmm. and it just shows you that you can really start anywhere. You can. And the light comes on, it comes on and illuminates. I mean, and you, you still long, see all no the No matter stuff. how long it's been dark. Yeah. If your space has been dark for 50 years. Yes. Light is light. I love that. I, I love that. I think it's a great thing to end yeah. on. Absolutely. So, oh man! Well, you guys heard it from us today. I, I feel like yeah. we had that preacher spirit come out. Like, I know, <laughs> we, but, but but it's a conversation that we had to have because I feel like we get that question so often. I think yeah. so many readers are trying to and listeners are trying to figure out as a Christian or as a believer or as a person who has a spiritual as life, a person who doesn't who doesn't have a spiritual God, life, who right. doesn't have a spiritual right. life, who does exactly. no connection to how do I fit right. meditation? both sides of the spectrum. Oh yeah. How do I fit meditation into what I'm currently doing? And I yep. think that this was our attempt at trying to answer that question. Which is to show that there are other ways to grow. Yeah. That we may not recognize, that we may not have grown up with. Right. It may be different than what you're used to. May um, seem foreign, correct? You know, but it, but it is a raft. And you know what? I'll end on this. <laughs> Who sent the raft to the man? Who sent the boat? That's a whole nother wellness. Boom! <laughs> we'll right there. You guys have a fantastic week. We love you. Yes, and we if you only had... want what's best for you, <laughs> and we feel it was necessary this week to have this conversation to have this conversation for sure. to address 
some limiting beliefs yeah, that, that might may be, getting... be the cause of the challenges you're facing. We love you. See you next week.